Good morning and welcome to Simply Tech. It's Thursday, February 29th. On today's show, Silence Laboratories, a cryptographic security startup, secures funding, and Substack's platform now has direct messages. Plus, OpenCTI maker Filigran raises $16 million for its cybersecurity threat management suite. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Tech. We start off with news from Silence Laboratories, a startup that uses multi-party computation to help enterprises keep data private and secure, which has recently raised $4.1 million in funding. The company plans to use this funding to expand its teams and enhance its R&D pipeline. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Tech. Can you tell us more about Silence Laboratories and its technology? Certainly, David. Silence Laboratories was founded in 2021 by Dr. Jay Prakash, Dr. Andre Bites, and Dr. Tony Quek. It's a spin-off of over a decade of R&D in applied cryptography and application security. The company's infrastructure uses multi-party computation, a subset of cryptography, which allows multiple parties to collaborate on processing without exposing sensitive and private information. That sounds like a significant development in the field of data security. Can you tell us more about the products Silence Laboratories offers? Silence Laboratories offers two products using multi-party computation technology, Silent Shard and Silent Compute. Silent Shard helps enterprises limit the risk of exposing sensitive private keys and implements advanced authorization rules. Silent Compute, on the other hand, allows corporations to collaborate on processing information without revealing their own private data thus enhancing insights while maintaining compliance and trust. And who are the primary customers of Silence Laboratories? Silence Laboratories operates in a B2B licensing model. Its target customers include digital assets enterprises, financial and healthcare organizations, and telecommunication companies. More than 20 enterprise customers use Silence's products, including BitGo, MetaMask, and Eigenlayer, which recently raised $100 million from Andreessen Horowitz. How does Silence Laboratories generate revenue? The company charges based on the number of accounts it protects and the features it supports. It generates around $500,000 in annual recurring revenue. The pricing varies depending on the category of the customers, whether they are large enterprises with niche features, medium-scale businesses, or early-stage companies needing early support. It seems like multi-party computation is gaining traction in the tech industry. Can you tell us more about this trend? Indeed, many larger crypto firms have integrated multi-party computation capabilities into their service via acquisitions in the last two years. For instance, Coinbase bought Unbound Security, a crypto custody infrastructure firm specializing in MPC, in November 2021. The privacy-enhancing technology market, which includes MPC, is projected to reach a valuation of $25.8 billion by 2033 up from 2.4 billioners in 2023. Thanks for that update, Celeste. In other tech news, Substack, the popular newsletter platform, has introduced a new feature that allows writers and readers to send private one-on-one direct messages to others on the platform. This feature, which has been highly requested, is similar to DMs found on social networking apps. Bella, our Simply Tech correspondent, is here to discuss this further. Can you tell us more about this new feature? Certainly, David. 
Users can now initiate direct messages from a writer's or reader's profile page or via the website's or app's chat tab. Writers also have the option to add a send a message button on a post or note. Substack will then notify recipients via the app or email. And how does Substack handle messages from users who are not directly connected? Good question. Only readers and writers you're connected to can send messages directly to your inbox. Messages from others will land in a requests folder where you can choose to accept or reject the message. Creators can also choose to limit DM requests to paid or founding members. This seems to be one of many features Substack has added recently, turning the newsletter platform into something more akin to a social network. Can you elaborate on this? Yes, indeed. Last year, Substack launched its tweet-like notes feature for publishing short posts, complete with its own dedicated feed. This move arguably put Substack in direct competition with some social networking platforms. The addition of the direct messaging feature further solidifies this shift towards becoming a social network. Substack has also been in the news recently for its content moderation policies. Can you tell us more about that? Certainly. Substack has faced criticism for allowing Nazi-supporting white supremacist newsletters on the platform. While Substack took down five such newsletters, it has refused to change its policy drawing parallels with the content moderation challenges faced by other social media platforms. Thanks for the insights, Bella. Now, let's shift our focus to Paris, where cybersecurity startup Filigran is leveraging the success of its open-source threat intelligence platform, OpenCTI, to develop a suite of open-source threat management products. The company recently raised 15 million euro in a funding round led by Excel, with participation from existing investors Moonfire Ventures and Motier Ventures. Here to delve into this is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Tech. Can you tell us more about Filigran's OpenCTI platform? Certainly, David. OpenCTI is a threat intelligence platform that allows users to gather threat data from multiple sources in a single interface. It uses a modular approach, enabling customers to import and enrich data from various sources, including threat intel data providers like CrowdStrike, Sentinel One, and Sequoia. It's essentially a bring-your-own-data product. Cybersecurity teams can then explore the dataset in a structured way with the platform supporting relationships between entities for added context when investigating a threat. How does this platform compare to other tools used by cybersecurity teams? OpenCTI has become a significant tool for cybersecurity teams managing daily incidents. It can be used as an alternative to platforms like Threat Quotient, Anomaly, or Eclectic IQ. It's designed to provide an overview of the entire threat environment from the most technical and low-level elements to the most strategic ones. It aids in threat detection, response to security incidents, and risk analysis. Tell us a bit about the journey of Filigran and OpenCTI. OpenCTI began as a side project by Filigran's co-founders, Samuel Hassin and Julian Richard, before the inception of Filigran. They decided to build a startup around this product, which has gained significant traction with over 4,000 stars on GitHub and 10 million downloads for the open source edition. Filigran already has more than 100 paid customers, including Marriott, Thales, Airbus, the FBI, the European Commission, and the Dutch police. What's next for Filigran? Filigran aims to build a portfolio of cybersecurity products following the examples of CrowdStrike and Palo Alto. 
Their second product is OpenBass, an attack simulation platform that can be used to create exercise scenarios across several communication channels. It works best when used in conjunction with OpenCTI. Filigran also plans to release two more products focusing on data-driven risk analysis and crisis management. The company is also planning to expand its team in the U.S. and grow to 70 employees by the end of the year. Thanks for the update, Abby. Speaking of things to watch, let's shift our focus to the Indian media landscape. The merger of Indian media assets of Reliance, Viacom 18, and Disney is set to create a media giant that will capture 85% of the country's on-demand streaming service audience and about half of the TV viewers. This poses a significant challenge to Netflix, Amazon's Prime Video, Apple, Sony, and Z. Here to discuss this further is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Tech. Can you tell us more about this merger and its implications? Certainly, David. The merger, which is expected to be completed by March 2025, will have exclusive digital and broadcast rights to key sporting events, including popular cricket tournaments like IPL and ICC events, as well as the FIFA World Cup, Premier League, and Wimbledon. Cricket streaming has been a major driver of new users for streaming platforms in India, and by securing these rights, Disney and Reliance have left rival services with limited content options. So this merger could significantly impact the competition in the Indian streaming market. Absolutely. The new entity will not only have exclusive access to Disney's movies and productions, but also to a wide catalog of 30,000 content pieces from HBO, Warner Bros., Showtime, and NBC Universal. This gives them a significant edge over competitors. And what about the television market? The combined operations of Disney's Hotstar and Geo Cinema are expected to command about 49% of the broadcasting market in India, featuring around 120 TV channels. They will also command 56% of the Hindi-speaking TV audience in the country. Disney and Reliance have stated that they expect to reach 750 million users in India with the merged entity. That's a significant market share. How are analysts viewing this merger? Analysts believe this merger could be a game-changer in the Indian media landscape. Morgan Stanley analysts noted that the combined entity will have both digital and TV rights of key cricket sporting events, which are a major draw for Indian viewers. Bernstein analysts estimated that the combined operations of Disney's Hotstar and Geo Cinema will have a market leadership within India OTT market with about 85% monthly active OTT user base. It certainly seems like a significant development in the Indian media landscape. Thanks for your insights, Michael. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Tech. We'll see you back here tomorrow.